So 706, thanks for joining us on the Wednesday edition of um, This Morning. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> no, you were going to say the all-new, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I am going to say the all-new this morning with Jalen Knight, Daryl McIntyre. Week 9, thanks for joining us. You can get a hold of us anytime at 780-496-0063. We know over the past number of years there have... Yeah, there's heightened concern about children and being online and the dangers of being online. And it seems like every week there's something new that we have to be aware of. And some new platform or yeah. some new website or location or chat room. or And we also know that uh, you know police are working hard to try and find some of these predators online. But there's a lot of them. It's a big world mm-hmm. in that virtual world. And here's the latest one. And... Maybe it's just this particular platform, but it's not. It's so many others. So there is some really wide-ranging advice that we're going to get this morning from Sergeant uh, Kerry Shima, who is uh, an investigator with the ICE unit, the Internet Child Exploitation Unit, joining us this morning. Uh, Sergeant, thanks so much for taking some time. We really appreciate it. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning, Jalen. Thank you for taking the time to have me on. Absolutely, because you've been bringing up something called Roblox or Roblox. What is this site? What is this? That's right, Roblox. It's um, it's a it's a children's game. It's uh, essentially for us uh, Gen Xers is a virtual arcade. So, um, it's it's a whole bunch of games within one game, and essentially, budding developers or budding de- game developers can make their own games and upload them to this platform, and other kids can go in and. Um, test uh, test drive their games or or play the games and there's obviously there's some more popular ones that the kids like on there than than others but um, it also has a chat uh, mm. function within it and that's that's where you know we we we've, we've been seeing some of the problems in this in this platform. So, Sergeant, what are you seeing? What are what what what's happening in those chat rooms? Well, so. The game is very attractive for kids. Even when I watch my daughter play it, it's it's something that I you know it's it's very eye catching. It's very I could see it being very addictive, and a lot of a lot of kids are going to be there. So it's going to be uh, a gathering place for kids, and we're going to see that offenders are looking for target rich environments mm-hmm. like this. Now, what we're seeing is these offenders are posing as peer aged children on the on the platform looking for someone who is going to engage with them and eventually they're going to start developing some sort of a bond with these children no different than um really any other online platform where people are start trying to make friends but these are people actually um looking to offend against kids or looking to 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 lure them and, and and ultimately extort them into sending photos and videos it's infuriating because it sounds like this is a site that's actually pretty cool. Like you said, you've, your own daughter has been played on it or has played on it. So it sounds like it's something really in, engaging and it's fun for the kids. Is it just the chat room element that uh, that becomes dangerous? But that's also part of this community. You want kids to be able to talk to each other. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're right. We want kids we want kids online. This is their life. If we if we restrict them from being online, essentially we're putting them a step behind and all three of us have been kids, been teenagers mm-hmm. before, when our parents told us not to do something. <laughs> we're going to do it anyway, yeah. We were like, okay, well, I'm not supposed <laughs> to do that, so is there something good that I'm missing here? So that's, and, and we want kids to be on there. We want them to interact safely online. But what it really comes down to is parents 
understanding what their kids are doing and where they're at, where they're interacting online. And for, for some parents, and even for me, when, when my kids first started going online, I felt like I know more than you. Mm-hmm. I've been around longer than you, but at the end of the day, parents are extremely bad at the internet. And that's what I've come to learn doing this job. So we really need to take the time to sit with our kids, show a little humility and have them teach us some stuff. I was going to ask you, so how do we get better at being on the internet with, uh, with our kids and having those, inco- those important conversations, Sarge? Yeah, for sure. We, I think when we sit down with our kids and we can teach them these lessons that we learned throughout our lives and some of the, um, some of the safeguards that we, that we took as kids or as, we're, as we want our kids to take now in the context of this game. So if you sit down with your child, I sit down with my daughter on and watch her play Roblox and we talk about, hey, like, what is that guy doing? Or what is that person saying? How, like, do you know that person? How do we, and mm-hmm. a lot of the times, like, no, I don't, that's just somebody. I don't know who that is because anybody can really play the game. There are a lot of good parental controls on, on Roblox. It's just a matter, of t- a matter of taking the time to learn that and um, implementing those. So there's a lot, to, and you know, some, there's some websites and some reviews of, the, of Roblox that say it's for 13 plus, but, um, having seen the game myself and seen some of the some of the interactions the kids have on there, I would you know I I think thirteen might be a little old. A lot of those games are 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 targeted at younger kids. Mm, okay, which then you know there's there, there's an emotional lack of maturity potentially. Uh, each kid is different, obviously. Uh, so is is there any one type of victim in this? Because I think a lot of people would assume it's it's for an isolated, a lone child. They can be targeted. They can be picked up on. They're looking for a friend, and and the predators recognize that. But I've also heard that there is no one type of potential victim within this this kind of a scenario. Yeah, and you you heard right. It, this is not a. Um, there's no way for the offenders to actually understand who or what that person is going through on the other end until they start making that bond. But like we just discussed, everybody's online. You're on this platform where there's other kids because you want to interact and because you want to learn things about other people. It's cool to hear, to hear stories or to talk to somebody from New Zealand or from somebody mm-hmm. from Asia. And kids find that really interesting. And it doesn't matter whether it's, uh, you know, a seven-year-old kid who's, who maybe is trying it for the first time versus an 11-year-old kid who's been on it a lot and maybe have a false sense of confidence as well. So yeah, you're right. There's no, there's no specific child that can be targeted. We see kids um, from all different backgrounds becoming victims and it's not, it's not because uh, they've done anything wrong. And, and that's something I should underscore as well. Kids, this is not the kid's fault. Yeah, no, no, no. Ever. Ever, Sur- it's never their fault. Sergeant Kerry Shima joining us this morning uh, works with the Alberta's uh, Internet Child Exploitation uh, Unit, also known as the ICE Unit. Sergeant, uh, how, how busy are you these days? We're pretty busy. Um, every year we've seen an increase in files. In the last three years, we've seen a 160% increase in wow. files coming through our our door. We're see- the, the biggest thing that we have right now going on is that we're seeing a lot of serious offenses and serious crimes happening as a result of online uh, interactions mm-hmm. with kids. And it seems to us, and I'm not sure if it's because maybe we're doing things a little bit differently at our triage uh, level, but we're dealing with a lot of offenses where online crime 
has has morphed into contact offenses. So we're uh, having, so we might have uh, somebody meeting an offender for for sex, or um, even we've we've been seeing a bit of an uptake in in even familial offenses. So yeah. uh, crimes against uh, crimes within a family. So you know we're we're starting to see a lot more of it, and I'm. I can't put my finger on why that is necessarily, but there's probably a whole bunch of factors that we just haven't delved into. This is all really cutting edge. Like this is all brand new stuff and around the world, everybody's trying to figure out the recipe to solve it. And it keeps on coming, right? I mean, it just... (laughs) The recipe, I think you nailed it, is is, is is talking to the kids, having conversations, not not pre... Learning from the kids about what they're doing and how they're doing it. And then using moments like this to have that conversation. Oh, I heard about some guys are bad, and how does that? It's it that that maybe that is the recipe, just that communication thing. It is. You're right, and I think we need to. We're doing a lot more outreach lately. We've been doing a, a lot of presentations to parents for the most part. We're struggling with getting the message from the police directly to kids because digital literacy varies from child to child and household to household so some kids are on phone some kids don't and when you talk about certain things in a school you have three or four hundred kids and each one has a different experience with uh online activity so it's mm-hmm. hard to deliver the message properly to kids so right now we're targeting parents teachers um foster parents we're, tra- we're trying to get the message delivered that way are, are there workshops available for parents to take that may be delivered by you know folks like you or or, or where do you direct them to go for more information well what we've been doing in and as you can understand we, do, we only have a finite amount of time we do this in our off time to to do these presentations but that's what we're trying to do is get presentations out but also there's so much online so much support for example my my favorite website that i use for work and my personal um in awareness is commonsensemedia.org and that is the for me that's the best most up-to-date website that has parent guides it's got reviews for like for even netflix movies for kids okay. games books tvs podcasts so anything parents want to know about what might be trending out there they've reviewed it they've tested it and um it's it's probably the most complete website out there for parents Uh, sergeant thanks so much really enjoyed talking to you this morning thank you yeah thank you anytime okay have a great day sergeant carrie sergeant carrie shima ice unit investigator it's important stuff commonsensemedia.org yep check it out it's a good spot to to head to for some info Uh, we're back in just a moment on this morning